What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hello there and welcome back. Oh my goodness, you guys, my family today. It's so fascinating how things can change day to day. So yesterday, my children were totally fine, healthy humans. This morning they wake up and they eat and vomit and then just lay around. And then by afternoon, right, like lunchtime, they are both just filled with energy and so hungry. My husband's like, I've just been feeding them for hours. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so we still have that that kind of shock fear of they're going to vomit. And uh Yeah, so that's been interesting. It's been very, very interesting. (laughs) So today's podcast, it's actually something I've been watching in real time. And as you may do for your clients, I watch these things happen around me and I just am constantly seeing the crossover from real life, right? Just normal life to business. So today's podcast is called Approaching Consults and Clients, or The Approach, right? And it's lessons, it's three lessons that I've learned selling our house. So if you didn't know, we moved, we bought another house, we're selling our old house, and we put it on the market today at 10 a.m. And in four hours, we've gotten 23 showings. And each, as each showing comes in, I've just watched myself. <laughs> I've watched my emotions. I've watched my thoughts. And I see something in here that I want to teach you so that you can do it as you approach creating consults and clients. So the very first lesson is that there is a level of belief So when it comes to my house, right, I believe that we're selling the house. Now, I have no details about when or for how much, but I know for sure that we sell the house. Now, here's where that crossover is to coaching. In signing clients, in creating consults, you want to have a belief that however many slots you have open for coaching, let's for this example, we're going to say 15. Say you want to have 15 clients at once. And so that belief sounds like I'm filling my spots. I'm filling all 15 of these coaching spots. I don't know when or to who, but for sure, all the spots available get filled up. Now, here's why this is important. Because if I were sitting around thinking about my house and I was like, well, I mean, maybe we're going to have to rent it. Maybe we're going to have to give it away. (laughs) Maybe we're going to have to move back into it. Maybe we're going to have to, um, maybe my business will have to rent it and I'll have to set up an office in there to justify it. And right, like it's all of those like what ifs. Now, 
Are they all still possible? I guess, but not really, right? Because I'm not interested in in having an office there. I'm not interested in moving back in. I'm not interested in giving it away or renting it, right? What I want, there is a very clear result and, and destination that I want, and it's to sell the house. And so notice then that my, because I know the goal, I know the thing that I want, my only job is to believe, not only, right? I say that a lot, but my job is to believe that we sell the house. Because in what world would it make sense to spend my brain space considering and contemplating all the other options? It doesn't, right? And 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 even one layer deeper, I don't know when, right? I don't know the time frame. I know that houses are on, on the market for an average of 90 days. I know that it's a hot market. I know that um, how many other houses are in the area and the price and what they look like, right? But the reality is, is that I do not know with 100% certainty when or for how much. All I choose to believe though, is that we sell the house. Now, you have that same conviction and certainty available to you. Notice, this is actually a skill we you build as you build your business. There is going to be so much uncertainty in the future, right? There's just uncertainty. There are things we don't know. And so we have to create our own certainty. And so when you have decided, I have 15 coaching spots, I'm going to fill these 15 coaching spots. I'm not going to stop until I fill them. I'm not going to stop at seven and and justify to myself why this is really the best thing. I'm not going to stop at 14 because I just can't do it, right? You're going to sell 15 spots, right? And you're not going to stop until you do. So why would you think about and believe anything else? No, that's what you would believe. Now, here's where the uncertainty is, right? You don't know who and you don't know when, but that's okay, right? Because what you have certainty about is... I have 15 coaching spots. There is a point in the future where all of them are filled at one time. And that's what you can create certainty around. That's what you can spend time believing in, even though there are uncertain pieces of it, right? Certainty inside of uncertainty. The second lesson that I have learned selling my house that 100% applies to coaching (laughs) is that we have had 23 showings booked in four hours, right? And there are two ways to think about this, right? I could just be jumping off the walls, positive thinking it up. Oh my gosh, we're going to get so many offers. I bet this place just oversells for however much money, right? We could just start guesstimating. We could start placing little bets on how soon we have an offer. We could, I don't know what, right? And, and we, I could certainly take my mind there. Obviously, my brain is ready to go that direction. But you know what I've been thinking? I have been thinking something very steady, something very neutral, and here's what it is. I look forward to seeing how this plays out. Yeah, that's it right there. I look forward to seeing how this plays out. Because I do. And when I think that thought, even though I tell you it's kind of neutral, steady-ish, it has this like, this emotion that's like an uptick emotion I feel in my body, like happiness, like delight, right? Like this is a game and I'm watching it play out. I am the observer of the game 
and I'm enjoying it, right? I think it's pretty cool that 23 people want to see my house. That's fun. But there's something else that I think as well. And it's something, right? And maybe it balances out, not because I'm trying to balance out positive emotion, but because I want to be steady about it, right? I don't want to be super high and I don't want to be like Debbie Downer, okay? So it's like, I look forward to seeing how this plays out and this house isn't for everyone. We only need one offer and one buyer, so you see how I'm, I'm making it very specific. I'm like, I'm giving my mind all the information it needs because the reality is, right? I can't sell this house to more than one person. So I'm going to, all I need is one offer and one buyer. So 23 possibilities is cool, but I still only need one. And then that other part, right? That this house isn't for everyone, right? I think about that. I know that there are going to be people who go through this house and they're going to say, oh man, there's no bathroom on the first floor. Yeah, no, I don't want it. Or they're going to go through this house and they're going to be like, oh, the garage is like 40 feet from the house. (laughs) No, we want an attached garage, right? There are going to be details about it that when somebody experiences it, it's not going to be for them, right? And that's okay. So even inside of this belief, right, and and the excitement about like, yeah, it's pretty cool that there are 23 showings. It's pretty cool that there is that much interest, but I only need one offer. I only need one buyer. And I already know that the house isn't for everybody. And how this applies over to your business is that you are going to book consults. And what I see sometimes is that coaches are thinking these like really high, excited thoughts like, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing thing ever. Somebody's interested, right? They're making it like, like the consult is validating them. Oh, this, this really me, right? Somebody booked a consult. That means that my business is working. That means it's probably going to work out. That means, um, you know, oh, this might be my next client. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to help this person. Um, right? You see how like attached you can become to a consult. Because when you become attached to a consult, when you become attached to a person, what you lose is that space of unknown. Because when I'm thinking the thoughts that are very steady, I am leaving space for the best case scenario and the worst case, right? There's just, they're both possible and I'm leaving space for both of them. But when you get attached and you think, oh my gosh, I just booked 10 consults, I'm probably going to sign all of them. Now, it's not that you don't want to believe you're going to sign them, but it's more of like, I have no idea, right? Every consult, right? Just one at a time you think about them. I have no idea if this person is going to be the person that fills one of my 15 spots. Imagine that, right? Somebody books a consult. And you're just like, right, because genuinely you have no idea. <laughs> That's what I love about these thoughts is that they're, they're very just true and accurate and playful, but they also don't feel good or bad. It's just a very honest place with yourself, which is somebody just booked a consult. I have no idea if this person is going to be one of them that fills one of my 15 spots. I look forward to exploring it though. Right? I look forward to seeing if it's a good fit. And then it's it's that same type of belief. Not everyone is going to be my person. And that's okay. I only have 15 spots available. I only need 15 great people. 
right? So when you're thinking of it like this around consults and clients, notice how it takes that attachment away. It's like this person doesn't have to be the one. It's like, you don't know. I look forward to finding out. Because then if you if you build up all of these thoughts, like, oh my gosh, this person's going to be great. Oh good, I'm finally going to have hit this milestone. Um, oh, it'll be my first money. That means it'll really work, right? All these like trying to validate, trying to make yourself feel better. What happens when you do that is you stop being on the call, exploring if it's a good fit. Because they're going to always make that decision, but you're making that decision too, And when you're in a place of being attached or trying to use that as validation for yourself, you actually don't show up as a coach that they would want to hire, right? Because you're thinking of you and you're not in a place to be thinking of them. The third lesson is that there is a best case and a worst case of every situation and both are fine. Yeah, both are fine. Not ideal, right? When we think about best and worst case in every situation, yeah, not ideal. <laughs> when I think about that with the house, right? It's like worst case scenario is, is that we have 23 showings and we get zero offers. We get 23 pieces of feedback on 23 random things that we don't have much control over or want to change, right? Worst case scenario is, is that um, this might actually be even worse, worst is that somebody makes an offer, we accept the offer, and then they back out halfway through. Oh, man, right? <laughs> or they back out the day before closing. Oh, man. But that's okay, right? There's a worst case, and there's a best case. So the best case, best case is we get an offer today. No, best case is we have a bidding war and it goes for $20,000 over asking price. And we didn't just choose based on price. We chose based on best offer. And so not only is it $20,000 over offer offer price, but it's all cash. They want to close in 15 days. They don't need an inspection. Um, What else might that be? And they're not asking anything of us. That would be like best case scenario. And then it all happens. (laughs) That would be best case scenario. And then the house appraises for it. (laughs) Let's add that caveat in there, right? There's a best case and there is a worst case to every situation. And here's what I'm thinking about both. I can handle them. That's right. I know it's so simple. It's so steady. It's so even, The best and the worst, I can handle both. I can handle them financially. I can handle them emotionally. And I can handle them mentally, right? The experience I have in my own head. And knowing that both exist, right? Knowing that both possibilities are available, I can still celebrate how cool having 23 showings is. I can still celebrate that, right? Because it has nothing to do with, right? Because sometimes I think coaches wait to celebrate until some point in the future that's unknown, right? (laughs) It's like, oh, is it at 100K? Is it at uh, all your client spots filled? Is it after you sign a client? I don't know, right? Your brain will always come up with a good reason why you shouldn't celebrate. But when I know both exist, I can celebrate each phase of the process for just what it is, 
right? Having 23 showings doesn't have to mean anything about the offer. It doesn't have to mean anything about closing. It just is about the showings, right? And I can also know, I can celebrate that and I can just know from steadiness that it's not done until it's done. I can do both because in your business, there is also best and worst case scenarios, right? A client might say yes on a consult. That's a best case scenario. And then they might say no, (laughs) or they might say yes, and then they might do two sessions and then they want to cancel the whole thing. And both are possible and both are okay. You are going to learn from both experiences. They're both valuable to building you mentally, emotionally, and financially in your business. Because one person is going to have that experience and they're not going to grow from it, right? They're going to take that as like a a jab to the heart, a sudden death to my business. And they're going to say, well, I don't have that money. I already spent it. They're going to say, they're going to be in their mind and they're going to make it make all sorts of things mean about them. They're going to feel awful. And then they're going to try and take all those thoughts and emotions into the next consult. And they're going to be feeling awful. They're going to be thinking awful things about themselves. It's going to feel heavy and scary and unknown. And then people won't say yes, because they're going to sense that. But when you're like, yeah, that's for sure going to happen. And I'm going to learn from it. And maybe the thing you're going to learn is that you want to have some money set aside so that it doesn't, right? right? It's not that it doesn't matter, but it doesn't hurt financially. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be like, woohoo, but maybe you actually are celebrating because you're celebrating. I signed a client. Yes, they canceled. That's neither here nor there, but I had put the money aside so that financially I would be ready no matter what. And then you're celebrating yourself for how thoughtful you were, for for how you anticipated that, how you took care of future you in just even that tiny little detail, right? So there are going to be the best case and there are going to be the worst case and they're always going to be available and they're always going to be learning experiences that you're going to have in your business. And, right, you can learn hard lessons sometimes and still enjoy the challenge of growing a business. You can celebrate signing or booking 20 consults, even if every single one of them is a no. (laughs) Oh man, I've had clients do that. But you can still celebrate like, man, I am a consult booking machine. And you can just segment that and celebrate it knowing That the reasons that you're not signing those clients are all things that are in your control that you can tweak and change and that you're going to figure it out, right? Because we go back to number one, because you're going to sign all 15 of those clients. So those are the three lessons, right? Believing that you fill all 15 of the client spots or however many you choose. Deciding, right, as you go into every consult that you don't know who that person is going to fill your spots, but you look forward to exploring it. And the third one, that there are a best case and a worst case to every situation and that you're building the resilience to handle all of it. Because the more even your emotions are, the more, it's not even even emotion. It's like that resiliency, really what it is. It's that ability to experience things good and hard And still go through it, still learn, still enjoy yourself. Because in your business, at every level of growth, your resiliency is going to be pushed. 
your resiliency is going to be tested because that's just what happens, right? It's like if we want to have the exact same problems over and over and over and in our business and in our life, then we should just stay exactly the same. You'll keep having the exact same problems. But as you choose to grow and change, you actually just get access to new and different problems. And then you use your your resilience, your mental ability to be okay, your emotional ability to be okay, your financial, all of it, right? Your problem solving, you use them at every level. So as you're building your business, as you're learning to create consults and, and clients, there is one skill in all of this that you're also building, right? That's, that's an even more valuable skill. And it's learning to control your emotions, yes, sort of, but not like the forceful way, right? But it's more of watching your mind, seeing the data, and thinking on purpose about it right? Because that's what we do when we're aware that there's a best and worst case scenario. We're not suppressing and pushing down emotions. It's this awareness, like you're outside of the thing and you're like, yep, I see both as possible, right? And it's that ability to see your business that way, to become the observer, to step into observer role and see it all and know that you can go through it. That is a skill, It is not something that most people just have. It's something we develop and it's something you will develop in your business as well. Okay. So that is the approach to consults and clients brought to you by my house selling experience. (laughs) Okay. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. <laughs> These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.